On this new episode of the Thoughts of Redemption podcast, I am joined by my guest, P.K. Kersey, author, founder of That Suits You, an organization that was created to provide suits for men in need, and much more. We were able to have a conversation about why he started the organization and whom these suits are provided for. And we were also able to talk about his book that is soon to be released that is dedicated to children called That Suits You Kid. I was really excited to have this conversation with him, and I hope you have a great experience listening. God bless. Welcome, everybody, to the Thoughts of Redemption podcast. I'm your host, Lamar Gibbs. And on this episode of the podcast, um, I have a very special guest that is joining me and just going to give a little short introduction before he introduces himself. Uh, P.K. Kersey is the founder and president of That Suits You, um, an organization that was created to uh, help men uh, that are in need of suits, um, that are in need of, of, of being able to, to get into the workforce, um, being able to improve self-image, et cetera, et cetera. He's also an author um, and so much more. But uh, P.K., thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, sharing your platform with me. I take it, I take it seriously. So uh, thank you for allowing me to be on. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's an honor to have you on here. Uh, so just let the people know um, a little bit about yourself. All right, cool. Uh, my name is uh, PK Kersey. Um, born and raised in Brooklyn. Um, been married 29 years. I have uh, twin boys, Kellen Kai. Um, after working uh, you mentioned that suits you. Yeah, it started basically from after working for uh, New York State Motor Vehicle for 24 and a half years and really wanting to do something more with my life, with my gifts, with my talents, really trying to find out what talents and gifts I really could use. And um, just really started uh, working in different um uh, what they call a multi-level marketing companies. Uh, try to start a, a little business. You know, I tried different things to find, try to find my way about what I was going to do, but nothing really seemed to kick or, or really get me excited or prosper. Uh, and um, to one day, um, you know, I decided, I, I used to always interview men for work at DMV and DMV was primarily like 70, 80% females. And I used to always wonder why a lot of the men weren't being hired. And I started seeing that when I was part of the interview process, uh, sadly, a lot of them weren't really job ready or interview ready as far as uh, knowing what to say, how to say, how to sit, proper uh, posture and proper dress. And it became evident why they weren't really being hired. And I felt bad about that because coming from Brooklyn, I know how important it is to have money have a job, have something, because if you don't have that, you're going to wind up, it's so easy to get caught up and do the negative, negative things, get caught in the wrong crowd, because you want to have money, you want to be able to provide. So when you can't, it becomes a huge issue. So that kind of put a seed in my heart to want to lean toward doing something for my community. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. And so you said you're from, from Brooklyn. I was actually born in Brooklyn myself. Uh, okay. I was born in Bed-Stuy. Yeah, and uh, okay. you said you were a twin, right? Uh, I have twin boys. You have twin boys. I'm actually, my, me, myself, I'm a twin. Um, oh, okay. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so 
Identical. So when we, yep, identical. Okay. My boys are yeah, fraternal. Man. Nice, nice. Um, so when we, you and I, when I first got introduced to you, um, it was at the Brooklyn by Faith Awards back in 2018. Okay. Um, you had accepted the community award, um, and you know, as I was you know, looking up the video of just going back because it was just reminiscent. I was like, wow, uh, just remembering back being back at that award and how how special it was with everybody that was there. But you had mentioned when, in your speech that God had gave you the idea for that suits you. Right. And, and so you were explaining literally like him speaking to you. So can you like talk to us about that experience? Yeah, and then definitely. also just, just to share, um, you know, as a recipient, how did it feel being honored um, that way? Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, and that's something that's totally true. You know, people say, you know, God spoke to me and people think, yeah, you, you know, Finding hard to believe it, but I can definitely attest to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I said I have twin boys, so at that time it was just me and my wife, and she had, you know, we were married for at least, I think, uh, 18, 17 years, and we didn't have any kids. You know, she's had a couple of miscarriages and stuff. So we were mm-hmm. basically, it was me and her, and, um, you know, we had both had, you know, solid jobs, you know, not, not mm-hmm. making uh, huge amounts of money, but we were doing, you know, pretty well, especially it's just the two of us. And, um, so then she got pregnant and because she had so many complications, she couldn't, the doctor immediately put her on bed rest, like after the four, fourth month. Wow. So we went from two people, two incomes to now two people still, but one income. And then mm-hmm. found out like, uh, forgot what month we found out that she was having twins. So now mm. we went from two and two <laughs> to one and four. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so that was a, you know, that was like, wow. So I had this, you know, working for DMV, you know, I, I did pretty well there as far as I got received like four or five promotions. I was manager, different things. Yeah. Okay. But as management, you can't really make any overtime. So, you know, no matter how many hours I work, I have, I received the same amount of money. So mm. um, I said, you know, God, you know, I, I got these kids coming. You know, my wife's not working right now. We living in Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Um, you know, what? You know, I need to make more money. And what can I do? What should I do? So as funny and people always laugh when I say it, but when I said that, the answer that I received in my heart and my spirit was that I want you to start giving away suits to men so that they can get back to work. And mm-hmm. every time I hear that, I'm like. That that in no way in my mind answers the question that I posed to him, <laughs> right? right? If I'm exactly. asking, how can I make? Because uh, this was a total, I guess you could say, total selfish prayer. But I'm thinking about preservation. You know, I have to provide. I'm first time father. You know, da da da. And mm-hmm. the answer he said that I received, that I heard in my spirit was, I want you to start giving away suits to men so that they can get back to work. Now, just think about that for a minute. That doesn't answer to me. That doesn't answer my question. Actually, mm-hmm. that causes more work for me because now I have to locate suits, get suits, store suits, find out people who need suits. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to do all this extra work, all of this mm-hmm. extra. And none of that really seems to coincide with more money coming back into my pocket, which was my initial prayer. But um, right. lo and behold, that one statement back in 2012 revolutionized my whole life, changed the whole trajectory of my life. And as a result of that one word, that one answer that I heard, everything about me is totally different. And that's, that's, Mm. so, so to receive that award is, 
I don't want to say a culmination, but it's like a a, a sign that um, that was accurate. That was accurate. And the fact that I'm no longer at the place where I could not see myself leaving except by retirement. <laughs> You know what I mean? The place that paid that helped me pay my bills for twenty some years. I'm not even there right. anymore. <laughs> right, and, right. And to hear to to understand that you have to really understand me as a person. I was raised mm-hmm. by my mother and father, and they, uh, my mother worked for Verizon for twenty five years and no thirty years retired. My father worked for Transit for twenty something years and retired. So they instilled in us that this is the path to success, which is nothing wrong with that, but Right. For me, that not to even be a part of that anymore after that was indoctrinated into me is mm. uh, just a testimony to how powerful the word of God can be when you listen to it, when you hear it, receive it. And that um, it definitely can change your whole everything about you. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And, and the crazy thing is, it's like, you know, I, I too have experienced um, God speaking to me about things. But I've also experienced him directing me um, through other people and them giving me um, advice. So for what I'm doing now with Thoughts of Redemption, this too was a God thing. This too was something that God was speaking into my heart because growing up and, and, and going to school, my desire was to, to go to school and to be a game designer. Um, but all the while going through high school, I started writing, writing, writing on MySpace, writing MySpace blogs, and then on Facebook, writing Facebook, face, Facebook notes, mm. and just, just constantly writing um, and just sharing my heart, sharing things that I, I believe that God was revealing to me in the scriptures and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, it wasn't until a group of friends um, and my brothers encouraged me, hey, you should actually look into writing. And then I started to look into it. And I, I distinctly remember on that one moment where I took literally like a, a, a notepad and I had a pen and, I, and then I, I just went before the Lord in prayer. I was just like, you know, as I'm coming up with a blog, as you know, I'm moving towards transitioning towards doing writing and everything. Mm-hmm. And so as I was striving to come up with the actual name of the blog, my heart's desire was to, was to have a name that defined like the, the passion that I had for writing and, and the things that just God... Was, was constantly leading me towards. And I surrendered it to him in prayer. And then he, as I was literally writing out different phrases, he led me to the phrase of thoughts of redemption. And ever since then, there's been layer after layer of ways that, that God has revealed the meaning of this phrase to me, mm. to the point where you go to a couple of years later, I started in 2014, the blog, and then you go to, I want to say, what, 2016, maybe? 2017, sorry, 2017. And then I felt the Lord leading me. He said, basically, I felt him leading me saying, um, I, Thoughts of Redemption is, is going to involve mental health. And up until that point in time, I was just thinking Thoughts of Redemption was just changing your thinking and being able to have like a biblical mindset. But then it expanded my perspective. And, then it, and, and, and from then it has expanded like the amount of things that could possibly happen. Um, it could possibly be used um, for thoughts of redemption, um, and you know that kind of stuff is like you're asking the questions literally, like yo, like how am I, how am I gonna do this? How am I gonna um, get the resources? How am I how am I gonna <laughs> to build this right, thing? Right, right. And but then you know God is is still with you, and so yeah, man, I can definitely identify when when God is actually speaking to you, 
Um, and, and then he leads you and he provides for you and, and he challenges you too. Right. Um, right. To, to grow further than where you were. Right. And so, you know, as I look at, at, at you and I see you know, what that suits you has become and, and just the avenues and the people that it has impacted, um, you know, I just thank God for it. And so as of like to, as of right now and recording of this podcast, just looking at your site, you, you said you've served li- nearly 9,000 men so far. Right. And, you know, what would you say has been the biggest moment you've experienced when helping somebody get a new suit? I mean, it's been so many, uh, like amazing moments, but the, the ones that really stand out to me, uh, cause the, it's the evolution of it. So initially we started, mm-hmm. we started, uh, assisting men coming home from prison. So we were working with job training right. program, which we still do all of this. We still do, but, but the first, first mm-hmm. base was, uh, helping me coming home from prison, which is, uh, very important to me because I said, well, I'm from Brooklyn. A lot of my friends wound up in prison. And sometimes when you get that prison sentence, it's like a death sentence as far as uh, success or business or working. So to be able to help some of them get back to work, get back on their feet and give some of these men suits. And they seem so appreciative of it where they're like, wow, thank you. Because so many people haven't had that father figure or someone even just to give them something. So here we're giving them uh, five hundred to a thousand dollar suits for free with ties and everything. So that's the one one aspect. Second aspect, we moved on to uh, high schools where we wanted to reach high schools for prom and graduation, um, but mm-hmm. also give them the suiting tips, the tie, how to tie a tie, how to tie a bow tie. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. that's. That was another big milestone for us to get into New York City schools. Very important. Yeah. And then I guess the third, going down even lower when we started getting into grade schools last year before the pandemic hit. And to see the the young kids, like, they're so, like, they were so, like, like, like ready to receive, like excited about it, like hanging nice. on every, hanging on every word. You know, co- high school kids, college kids, they could try to be try to be cool. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, because everybody wants to be so cool. But you know, exactly. the great the great kids, they like they just was on, hanging on every word and, and mm. loving it, and just seeing that smile and knowing that some of them were going home to tough situations. Some of them were going home to you know, not ideal situations at home, but just to give mm-hmm. them a little glimmer of hope here and a gift of a suit or a book or some laughter, uh, some they can uh, use for their future. Uh, mm-hmm. That was, I guess, if you add all those bases up, that would yeah, be the yeah. home home run for, for everything. Yeah, and I think that's so powerful that it can really not only impact the lives of people, uh, and, and what they want to do, you know, and getting the jobs and everything, but it can also impact their, the way they see themselves and their, their way of thinking. Right. And so I would ask, how, how would you sum up basically when, when you see somebody putting on that suit or getting a suit for the first time or, you know what I mean, wearing a suit? Like what, like what would you say that it does to a man personally, like when he has a suit? Uh, first thing I notice is that they stand up straight. Like it just makes you take notice. Uh, Because we talk about, we have a program called Choices, because to us, the suit is the icing on the cake, but the uh, Mm -hmm. knowledge 
that we give is the more is more importantly. So choices stands for cha- change, habits, options, image, communication, effort equals success. So we use those different different letters to kind of break it down of you know okay. why it's so important, why it's so uh, important to make great choices in your life. So we put the suit on them mm-hmm. and see them stand up straight, and then when we teach them, mm-hmm. show them how to tie different knots to see how they capture that and then they're like really proud and, and say look you know look mm-hmm. what i've done look what it took me two seconds to get this skill but they like treasure it like it's like it's something major mm-hmm. and we tell them it is major because not a lot of men yeah. have that experience so it's not just the t- learning how to tie it's the camaraderie it's the sharing that you just experienced with another gentleman uh showing you how to do something yeah that's absolutely true um just wearing suits is so transformative. And, you know, as I was looking at, at the video, I, I saw a comment that, that really stood out to me. And <laughs> I wanted to ask just your, your thoughts on this. So have you ever gotten any pushback for promoting suit wear? Oh. And I'm only asking this, like I said, because I saw a comment that said, oh, uh, wearing a suit is, is like wearing a white man's suit. Yeah. And, yeah. and the greatest criminals wear suits. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you think about that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, we're here for all of it. We're, I'm prepared when people say, uh, you know, oh, you just promoting uh, the white man's image of what? I... <laughs> oh, that's that's like <laughs> if somebody talks proper English, they say, "Oh, you talking like a white person?" Like that's yeah. Oh man, that, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, that goes to the person's mentality. I mean, and 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 that's yeah. something that also needs to be addressed. Like, okay, why do you feel that way? And then once you really have that kind, con- it all starts with communication. Once you have that communication yeah. of why the person feels that way. And then you explain your mm-hmm. situation. Nine times out of ten, they'll be like, "Well, you know, I never looked at it like that." Well, I mean, that's why we—that's—that's mm-hmm. that's what this. That's why we're teaching this. That's why we're let. It's not a, a white person thing. It's not a. It has right. nothing to do with that. And it, it really, you know, it goes like I said, hand in hand. When somebody talks differently or proper, that's first thing they say. Oh, you, mm-hmm. oh, you sound white. <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. So, so <laughs> it, uh, both both of those pretty much go hand in hand, and you have to find out. But why do you feel that way? What makes you feel that way? And when you have that conversation, right. you can generally explain to them. So, yeah, we get that uh, plenty of times, you know. So mm. that, that's that's nothing uh, new to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I just want to pivot real quick. And because you mentioned about what you do um, in your organization beyond just giving men suits. So I just want you to talk a little bit more about just the work that is being done in the community with the, with the, the young kids and, and the men. Um, how you men- mentorships and, and 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 everything else that you do as, as you're an author, of course, like I mentioned in the beginning. So right, uh, yeah, just talk about that. Right, right. So uh, the real part of it is the the training, which we which we love to do. Um, we try to teach them certain gems that will stand out because you know the suit is easy to give somebody a suit, but a lot of times that won't change their me- mentality or their thinking. But if you can teach, yeah. if you can teach about. <clears throat> teach about the importance of it like we have uh uh we talk to them about uh one question i love to ask every class we go to is um i say how many people here believe that they can make uh thirty thousand dollars a year and Mm. in the high school class you know maybe if it's 20 students maybe uh 18 to 20 will have their hand up i'll say okay Mm. i say okay that's great that's great we got involvement $30,000 $30,000 a month and out of the 18 who raised their hand previously, maybe maybe nine or 10 raised their hand. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go to 
$30,000 a week. How many people believe they can make that? And then out of that mm-hmm. nine, it'll probably go down to maybe two. And then we say $30,000 a day and mm-hmm. nobody, ra- nobody raises their hand. And so mm-hmm. we all look at each other and I say, well, you know what? Remember what I asked you. I said, I didn't ask you how can you make it $30,000 a week or how you can make $30,000 a day. I just ask you, do you believe that you can do it? And, I, and we tell them that everything starts with belief. If you don't believe that you can achieve something, then you'll never be able to reach that 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 goal or that 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 uh, dream that you have. So everything starts with starts with belief. So we try to instill a strong belief in them about what they can do, because you don't know how. If you believe it, a lot of times you'll find out on the way. Right. Yeah, so the work, the workshops that we do, we kind of, uh, it all starts with a strong mindset and then a strong image. And then we go into uh, branding themselves mm-hmm. and marketing them themselves. My, I still take care of my 95-year-old uncle. And one of, he just he just called me asking, one of the things he always says is, uh, uh, <clears throat> dress how you want to be addressed. So as you address, as you want to be addressed, that's how you're going to dress and prepare yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's good man I, it, you know as you were talking about how you believe and how you think about yourself and maybe think of dr a. R. bernard and the quote that he often says it's the statement that he often makes where he says the quality of, of your thinking determines the quality of your life yeah and yeah doc, it's, dr it's, bernard is awesome yeah man absolutely he's actually and, been uh, a a big supporter and donator uh he donated like about 200 of his suits to us that's fantastic. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. That's he's, awesome. he's uh dynamite. Yeah, man. That, that's 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 really awesome. I really love that. Um and so yeah, like I, you know, I can definitely agree and, and I'm glad to see um that, you know, beyond just the suits, as important as it is that, you know, being able to instill in them uh just these values and, and um being able to help people to change their way of thinking um is so important. Right. And, and so as an author, right, so can you tell us a, a bit about, like, some of the books that you've written? Um, I know that you have a few, uh, you have a few coming out, and I'm going to talk about one specifically that I'm really excited to talk about, but just share with us a little bit about some of the, the writings that you've published. Right, like, who would have thought that I would have been an uh, author? Definitely not me. I never, <laughs> I never really even considered it until the last few years at DMV, but um, mm-hmm. two of the, the first two books that I'm part of, uh, well, I, they would say the visionary of is called Suited for Success, volume one and two. And each mm-hmm. book, each book features 25 black and brown men basically sharing their uh, life story of what they had to do to succeed in life, the challenges they faced, being raised by a single parent, uh, parents mm-hmm. on drugs, uh, being bullied in school, uh, all different types of scenario from men all over the country. And they put it in paper base, basically together to form suited for success. And mm-hmm. it's basically tailored for young men, but basically people to read and understand that if they went through these things and were successful. Then, you know, I can go through my situations and still be successful. I always say everyone has a path to success. It may not look like anyone else's, but there is a path. There is a, a journey 
that will lead to amazing success, but um, mm -hmm. you just have to be willing to go through it. Uh, the next two books are actually upcoming. One is a child, our first children's book, me and my brother, we did it. It's called That Suits You Kid. It's about a kid, yes. uh, a young boy who uh, pretty smart and he gets a, uh, an award and he's going to a ceremony, but he doesn't have the proper attire to wear. So goes from mm -hmm. his father and lessons about importance of image. And also I have another collab book collaboration coming out called Still I mm -hmm. Thrive with uh, men and women sharing their, I guess uh, you could say testimonies, but their challenges that they went, every, we all went through in 2020 with COVID yeah. and election and riots and different things. Yeah, how, yeah. how they were still able to manage businesses or homes or families and to be successful and the little ins and outs that try to help other people to get through and to come out on top as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And just like you mentioned, that Sushi Kid, that, I mean, this is the reason why I really wanted to like even bring you on, of course, amongst other reasons, but this was so exciting to me just to see you coming out with this. So, you know, tell us what sparked uh, the, the starting of this and, and how it all came together. Yeah, um, you know, me and my brother, we both founders of That Suits You, and, you know, we both have young children. He has two girls, I have two boys, and they're in school, and they were, mm -hmm. they were always, you know, reading these books <laughs> about different things, and we was like, you know, we can change the narrative, or we can, you know, have our, write our own story about what it, what it is that we're doing and call it That yeah. Suits You Kids, so young black boys uh, really can have a representation when they read it of, um, to see, it's, 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 it's an amazing thing to see uh, uh, image of yourself in a book or in television or in the movies, and that really makes sure. a big difference. It was, I just think about when growing up, seeing uh, T black shows like Good Times or uh, What's Happening, like when, you, when I saw those shows, like I really felt good seeing a representation of me on the screen or in the mm -hmm. movie. So I, we want to have that same impact on uh, young kids so they can see themselves. So, oh, did you get, read that book? That suits you, kid? Like, so they can have a representation and see how right. they how they look and how that can instill something strong and powerful in them. Yeah, yeah. I definitely get that, man. Yeah. You know, even in the modern day, we're making history as, as Black men and women. Yeah. And so, and even in, in, in light of that, uh, I wanted to ask you, just in honor of Black History Month, um, who are the Black men and women that have inspired you the most? Personally, definitely my um, step, you know, I have to say stepfather for identification, but my father, mm -hmm. he raised mm -hmm. me. Um, fortunately, he passed two years ago, but um, the example that he set of the way he loved, cared for, provided for my mother, um, just mm -hmm. always being there, taught me how to tie my first tie. Um, mm -hmm. His example is unmatched to anyone. Um, also, my, my uncle, who I take care of now, um, mm -hmm. he's an amazing, he's 95, and he's just, he's just as strong, and, and, and <laughs> <laughs> he's just an amazing man. Uh, nice. he, he's had that impact on me to... Uh, and I really appreciate um, everything that he's put inside of me. As far as uh, people that uh, I saw like on TV or anything, I was saying Muhammad Ali, he was one of the people that really mm. st stood out to me because uh, 
in that day and age for him to be flat footed and unashamed mm-hmm. and still bold and still, you know, outside the ring, he wore suits. He was confident. Uh, as he as he would say, handsome, you know, he had it all. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, he was a modern day, um, he was a, a leader and hero. I mean, they didn't respect him then, but when, sure. they look, when they look back in retrospect, they see what type of leader he was. And even uh, to this day, uh, what Colin Ka- Kaepernick did, he, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the stance that he took. So, so right. many different leaders that um, really made uh, – an impact on me and yeah, uh, yeah. even uh black enterprise ceo earl graves um, um he for him to in, invite me to his house to pick up suits and donate suits because you know wow. like not like one time you know i've been there uh several times and um just to have that type of relationship uh-huh. uh, because of something that as i stated in the first when we first started talking in the interview something that god placed in my heart I mean, it's just crazy how it has impacted yeah. and grown. Yeah, man. It's so tremendous, so tremendous. You know, and um, that's, that's so good. Um, I, I think about, like, just the people, um, you know, around me, like like my own father. He, he was the one that taught me how to tie a tie, um, got me into wearing suits. And so, um, you know, I honor him for that. And, of course, my mother. And mm. then I even think about, like, people in history, um, just thinking on the question today, I reflected, I was like, you know, the people that inspired me um, is this a woman named Harriet Jacobs and uh, Frederick Douglass. Um, mm. And they, they both were former slaves. One actually had, you know, escaped. Um, and uh, Frederick Douglass himself was freed um, and, you know, was able to, you know, learn how to read and do all that kind of stuff. And, and then also like continuing his faith in Christ. Um, the, same, the same with Harriet Jacobs, you know, she was able to tell the difference between uh, the Christ of the scriptures versus the, the, the Christ of the slave masters and, and the way that they would want to use it as a tool of oppression. Um, and so, yeah, man, but I just want to like end this off and, and, and say that again, that I really appreciate you for taking the time um, to just have this conversation with me and uh, just grateful to be able to share um, the, the value of what that suits you brings um, to the people and, and to the culture. And so before we end this off, um, just let the people know where they can contact you, where they can donate suits, you know, where they can donate money, anything that can help um, to push this mission forward. Uh, keep doing the work that you're doing is definitely making an impact and uh, keep that vision. Uh, people want to contact me, uh, Instagram, Facebook, the, at that suits you. Uh, T-H-A-T-S-U-I-T-S-Y-U. Also go to our website, www.thatsuitsyou.org. Uh, I'm also on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook and Instagram, PK Kersey. Um, reach out. Uh, you can make a financial donation. Uh, you could contact us about making a clothing dina- donation. We're, we're pretty specific and about the things that we accept. So contact us first and we'll let you know. Uh, how, if we accept it, and we definitely will be grateful for any uh, donations that we get. But hit us up on social media. We're always on social media. Hit us, send us a DM. And, you know, we also uh, have the books that we have that are for, um, you can purchase. And also we have some merchandise. You know, we have hoodies and T-shirts that suit mm-hmm. you. So reach out to us, contact us, 
we go to we go to schools, we go to colleges, we teach young people. We're always willing to be involved in the community. So, um, uh, yeah, reach out to us. Definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah. So thank you so much again, and and to everybody else listening, always remember to, to uh, celebrate the process of thinking and God's hand in it. If you want to contact me for anything, you can. Um, Email me at thoughtsofredemption at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to me on, th- on Instagram, it's Instagram is Thoughts of Redemption. Facebook, the Facebook page is Thoughts of Redemption. Twitter, the Twitter page is underscore T-O Redemption. And as always, the website is thoughtsofredemption.com. So we thank you guys and God bless y'all.